When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. KFI AM640. You're listening to the John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. All right. Well, uh, the big story this afternoon, and there's going to be a news conference in the 3 o'clock hour from the uh, well-liked and well-respected L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon. John, if you saw the new poll, um, he's really on top of things. Uh, anyway. <laughs> oh, he's uh, beloved. I feel like the horse is before the carts, before the horse, or, because we've already had an appearance in court today of the man that uh, killed the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy. He's already pled guilty, uh, not guilty, by reason of insanity in the fatal shooting of L.A. County Deputy Ryan Klinkenbormer. Uh, the news conference is supposed to be about the charges, so I just feel like that should have come first. I don't really... Uh, anyway, let's go to Steve Gregory and uh, talk more about uh, what happened. Yeah, why is it today. backwards? Yeah, you know, I think it's because they wanted to wait for the plea. I'm sure they wanted to see where the plea was going to take them. Um, I'm, I can't say for certain. But what was interesting about it, and I'm at Hall of Justice now, and I'm glad I got here when I did because, I mean, it's just already packed with trucks. And, you know, so this is going to be a pretty big press conference. Uh, there's only the singular charge that we know of, the single charge of murder. Uh, we haven't been told about any special enhancements yet. I can't, I can't get a sense yet or gauge that. Uh, presumably we'll get all those details at 3.30 when uh, Gascon will come out and talk about it. We're not sure if he'll answer a lot of questions because one of the big questions on everyone's mind is how did a guy who was diagnosed, according to family, five years ago with paranoid schizophrenia, uh, get a gun? And not just one, but multiple weapons, according to the Sheriff's Department. Now, he did enter that plea earlier. It's been about two hours now, a little over two hours ago. He pleaded dual uh, it was what they call a dual plea. He pleaded not guilty and not guilty by reason of insanity. Now, there's an interesting distinction here because he's sort of, if you will, it's sort of a, um, a plea insurance policy. 
because they'll go through the criminal phase and they'll determine whether or not he was guilty of the crime of murder as he's been charged if he's guilty of the crime then the not reason or by reason of insanity phase kicks in right after that immediately so if he had just pled not guilty and it would be done and over with in a story but if he had pleaded not guilty by reason of insanity singularly then he would have been admitting to the crime you know what right. I mean? Right. Uh, but I thought yeah. he already confessed. Didn't we hear that yesterday? He confessed yeah, to the shooting. Yeah, but that confession has not y- y- yet been entered into the court record. You know what I mean? And so those are things that we're going <laughs> to hopefully so, find uh, out so about. I, by wait, let me follow this. So they're going to enter his confession into the court record, and uh, the judge is going to say, well, you're guilty. And then he's going to say, well, no, I'm not because I'm insane. Well, here's the thing. His defense attorney now, he had an attorney with him today. It's not clear whether he was a public defender or family's paying for it, but... Uh, you know, that defense attorney has not had a chance to challenge that confession yet. So those are the things that will, will come out in the preliminary hearing, which is scheduled in November. Uh, do we know if he had a previous criminal record? That's nothing that we can tell yet. No one is saying anything. This is, this is one of those cases, again, like I told you three years ago. And here's the, the irony or the co- coincidence, if you will. Just yesterday, there were closing arguments in the case or the trial of Deontay was charged with shooting the two deputies in Compton train station three years ago this month. And so his closing arguments were yesterday. And when that had happened, we could not get any information ahead of time. And they don't want to do anything that could jeopardize or you know, do some sort of prejudicial tainting of the jury pool, if you will. They don't want to get anything out there prematurely that'll screw up the case. So the public doesn't have a right to know about uh, this guy's criminal history. They and- do. They just don't have a right to know it right now, apparently. That's kind of their view. Well, like, Steve, yeah, multiple media outlets are reporting he has no criminal record. Telling you that. Well, <clears throat> including okay. the El Segundo Times. No criminal record. That's very possible. But doesn't mean he doesn't have any encounters with law enforcement. Well, the police recalled over his well, yeah, mother's house repeatedly. mental health problems, right? The mental the health problems, right. called them in there, but... Uh, because that's what they're trying to examine here to figure out how he got the gun. But they're saying as far as a criminal record to purchase the gun, that wasn't there to stop him. Now the mental health hold issue is what everyone's focusing on. And how did this guy slip through the cracks and get his hands on guns? And, guns? and is the family complicit if they knew all along he had weaponry? That's, the, uh, that's another part of this, too. But what, what? Can they be held culpable here? That's a question that I'm hoping we'll be able to bring up. But, you know, we get very limited time with the district attorney because he's not a big fan of questions. So we're going to have very limited time That's with right. him. He, uh, yeah, I'm serious. I'm absolutely serious. I'm oh, not I, oh, no, I know. No, he's, he's a jerk when it comes to dealing with the public and the press. Absolutely. He's got, he's yeah, got a huge even, ego, and he's not going to be questioned about anything. You just want, you know, so when we try to push him on stuff, they, 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 uh, his PR person just says, last question, and then we, he ushered, they usher him away. So. Last question. We're yeah. paying that guy's salary. Last question. Get out of here. I don't know how you put up with this, Steve. Well, you know, I'm afraid to do anything now after the governor of Hawaii got mad at me. I'm afraid <laughs> to ask anything now. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, it's that they, what is it? There's one agency in town that says every time I show up, they, they all go over in the huddle in the corner and figure out who's going to take the question. So I don't know. <laughs> but You're too I mean, intimidating. Well, here's the thing, though. You know, Phil Schumann's here from Fox 11. I know Phil's going to, he's on, um, you know, it, it, Phil's great at this stuff, too, and, and so I know Phil's here. We tag-team this thing. We're going to ask a lot of questions, and, and um, you know, whether we get the answers or not is a different issue altogether.
All right, Steve. Well, we'll maybe talk to you later. You got it, guys. Take care. All right, because Steve is going to cover this 3 o'clock news conference by L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon, where he's going to talk about the case from his prosecutor's office against the man who, we understand, confessed to killing L.A. County Sheriff's Deputy Ryan Clinkenbrumer. But, you know, that was probably before he got himself uh, an attorney who will, of course, say, why'd you do that? We're pleading not guilty to everything. Now, the El Segundo Times is reporting that it is one count of murder with special circumstances of lying in wait, firing from a car, and the personal use of a firearm, a twenty-two caliber revolver used in the shooting. So, of course, the story goes on to say this probably will not lead to a death penalty pursuit because that's not what Gascon right. does. And, and, and uh, assassinated cops, uh, that doesn't upset Gascon that much. But he is holding a news conference because he sure. knows he better do well, that rather you know, than just, you know, oh, it's just another shooting in L.A. What do you want me to do? We're we're in election season now. It, it kind of slips up on people. But in uh, less than six months, there's going to be a primary. Uh, and there's nine challengers to take on George Gascon. And so everything he does now is you have to look through the lens of he's he's up for re-election. And he's got to finish in the top two in March. Or he doesn't get to run in the general election in November. Only the top two candidates, assuming that nobody clears 50%. And I don't think anyone's going to do that if there's 10 people running. No. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about that. Westside Current ran a story about uh, Gascon's re-election bid. And uh, there's a couple of nuggets in there worth talking about. And as John mentioned, there's plenty of challengers to replace this buffoon beginning with the primary next March. But if that doesn't happen, it'll have to be the election next November. Oh, and I got to talk about going to this uh, candidate's forum last night, Manhattan Beach. Where yes. a number of the candidates spoke to a, uh, in a, in a very, very packed room. There All right. are a lot of people who are pissed at Gascon and can't wait. They were frothing. They can't wait oh, to kick froth- him out I like of frothing. There was frothing. I got some froth on me. Oh, no. Yeah. Right. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We'll be rolling back the moist line in just two days. It'll be the first time in a couple of weeks, so we grab your messages using that iHeartRadio app, the microphone icon, or you just dial up the toll-free number, one moist 86 In the 3 o'clock hour, Kermit the Frog is coming out. It's kind of an <laughs> insult to Kermit the Frog. I know. I like Kermit the Frog. Yes. And George I don't Gascon, like Gascon. The DA who has a kind of a weird, high, strange voice with his Cuban accent. He'll come out, and he's really dull. But, you know, he'll lay out in detail the case that they have put together against the man that's uh, accused and apparently has confessed to shooting the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy in Palmdale the other day. Now, the other thing that's going on, and John attended a forum last night of people that would like to replace George Gascon as L.A. County D.A., Westside Currents reporting that he has hired himself a political consulting firm called Maker Strategies, and they have represented such luminaries as Mike Bonin, uh, the man that tried to replace him, Aaron Darling, and fortunately Tracy Park won that election. Uh, also uh, in the, on the list, Unisys Hernandez, Hugo Soto Martinez, and Nithya Raman, the Democrat socialists. All, yeah, actually communists. That's the modern term for communists here in Los Angeles, democratic socialists, and they're all destructive, terrible, terrible politicians. Terrible people for what they 
are doing and plan to do further to Los Angeles. They're why we have so much homelessness. They are why we have so much crime. And they are why the city council is just completely unresponsive to what everyone is begging for, which is relief from the homelessness and the crime. And it's their fault, that list. So this particular PR group is, is in bed with a bunch of filthy, awful public servants. So we're, you know, barely six months away from the primary. Uh, there was a poll that came out in April from UCLA's Luskin School of Public Affairs. Gascon had the lowest approval rating among elected county officials, 27% viewing him favorably, 40% unfavorably. <laughs> and it makes sense when you consider what's been going on. Even people don't follow what he does closely with his... Uh, whatever they were called that he put out, uh, those... Uh, those reforms. Ref the, yeah, yes, they were those, called something. Yeah. Anyway, they, they can see what's going on with the smashing grabs, all the coverage of all the crime and the homelessness. Now, he's not responsible necessarily for the homelessness, but when it comes to the crime, like it or not, you know, you're at the top of the food chain there in responsibility, so... That's probably a good reason why people do not approve of uh, him being the DA. 200 prosecutors have quit Gascon's office. 200. There are 10,000 cases backlogged. 10,000. He simply refuses to prosecute crimes. There is no excuse. That's never happened. I've never heard of that happening in any city in, in the history of uh, the universe. 10,000, it means you don't believe in prosecuting criminals. I take it then with no bail policies, you get charged with a crime and it's backlogged in his office for years and you're just free to go about, you know, doing what you right. do. Probably. And then eventually the charges Hopefully don't get arrested again. Right. The charges will, in many cases end up getting dismissed. And that's why I've got no patience for the way the news is being reported. Well, he was arrested. It rounded up. You know, he was he was uh, charged. It's like, stop it. There's not even bail anymore. Like uh, October 1st, you know, most uh, ordinary thefts, no bail. So they're good. people are going to go out and, and steal again and again and again. And you'll see. You just wait. Like in two months, the stories we're going to tell you about some guy who was caught 11 times in a day for stealing. And each time he was let go without bail. That really happens in New York City. It'll happen the here. Way, the word I was looking for is directives. He issued directives. directives. Yes. Right. A uh, list of directives. Since he took office, we remember quite well, December 2020 is when he took over. Uh, so you said last night there was a pretty good showing of people to listen to uh, yeah. his opponents? Yeah. Uh, Manhattan Beach, there is a former prosecutor named Joseph Marcus. He was uh, worked as a L.A. County prosecutor for 33 years. He's in private practice now. And I, I talked with him, and he said he set up this, this uh, uh, a meet the candidates night. Uh, because a lot of people generally don't pay attention to the race. And even when they do, you know, there's there's nine candidates. They don't know how to tell them apart. I mean, we know some of them because we've had them on the air. And there's been a lot of high profile cases and controversy the last few years. But most of the public doesn't. So this was a, he thought. 80, he, he got he got he rented a space for like 80 people. Turned out hundreds and hundreds. Responded to an RSVP. There was, there was nowhere to put anybody. And when we showed up last night, yeah, the place was packed, jammed. This is the tightest crowd I've been in in uh, over three years since the COVID lockdown. Yeah. And, and people were really quiet and very respectful when the candidates spoke. But they were very animated when you talked to them uh, 
outside of that. Yeah, everybody is on the same page in that room. Just they want in. this hack out. Yeah, and Manhattan Beach is a fairly laid back, genteel area, and yeah, they were they were wound up. And I got I met John Mahatami. It, it was kind of it was interesting for me because you know we've had these guys on the show so many times, and yet most cases never met them. So I met John Hatami, uh, John McKinney, uh, Nate Hockman was there. And uh, they're, they're impressive guys, and they were all very cordial to each other. They said, look, any of us will be a huge improvement over Gascon. Oh, it has to be that way. But yes. they, they all made a pitch why their resume, their unique experience, their value system would work the best right now. So there's some, some really good choices there. Uh, and we'll continue to have them on between now now and March because the primary is very important. What would be great is if uh, two of these challengers get the top two spots and got That's Gascon. Right. Gascon is shut out. There's also another wild card, and this guy just got in the race, Jeffrey Sherminsky. Now, I didn't see him last night. I didn't attend the entire event. First of all, it took like an hour and a half to get from the west side to Manhattan Beach, but you know how that goes. Um but, you know, I saw a number of the candidates. Uh, Jeffrey Sheraminsky is the son of Erwin Sheraminsky, the famed left-wing progressive looney tune. Oh, yeah, Mr. Constitutional Scholar, who's just it, way out there with his opinions. Oh, yeah. my God. He was an ACLU guy. He's now the uh, dean of the Berkeley, uh, of the of UC law. Berkeley. Yeah. yeah, school of law up there. So, and and what, I'm what, what I was told by people last night is, watch Jeffrey Sheraminsky, because... If Gascon really is clear it's going to go splat, the powers that be in the county are going to push Sharon Minsky as their candidate rather than Gascon. Oh. Like Sharon Minsky might edge out Gascon for, for, yeah. for the uh, endorsements from that wing of the party. And Sharon Minsky's danger is he's very gentle sounding, like he is uh, like an attractive candidate. He's not frightening and what scary. What does he do right now, do you know? But his, um, you know, I had his bio up the other day. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll go look for it. No, he, he was a prosecutor. He was, he was no, a prosecutor. He was a prosecutor. Yeah, right. but he's got very left-wing views on how to change the system. I mean, Gascon came from law enforcement, too. All right? These guys, I don't know, they work in law enforcement, or they work as a prosecutor, and then, I don't know, they get hit in the head. And they wake well, up and they're 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 insane. So we got to watch Sherminsky to see if he gains any ground because apparently, from what I'm told, you know he's got some charisma and he's likable and all that. And those guys are the most dangerous. Gascon is clearly wildly unlikable, and I don't think he's going to come back from this mess. I think he snuck in because nobody was paying attention in the middle of uh, the George Floyd 2020 hysteria. You're listening to John and Ken on Demand from KFI AM 640. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. On the radio, one to four after four o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Yeah, it's sort of like mental illness week. We'll be talking to the Orange County District Attorney. Todd Spitzer after two o'clock. It is possible that a man that killed a woman back in 1994 and is in one of those situations where they put him in the mental hospitals, uh, he may get released. His name is Leonard Patton, and he came to California from Minnesota in 1994, and he got into some sort of fender bender with a woman that he just turned around and killed almost immediately. Killed her. It's a horrible horrible story we'll go through it coming up after two o'clock with uh todd spitzer and he of course does not think it is safe to release this man from any facility let alone a mental hospital so we'll get you all the news on that then speaking of really uh really bad story you may have heard about this uh two teenagers have been arrested and face murder charges in las vegas they apparently went on quite a joyride the morning of August 14th. I think one is 17. I'm not sure the age of the other one. Uh, they started to run people down with the car that they had. And um, there was at least three hit and run incidents on that morning. And one of them resulted in the death of a 64-year-old man by the name of Andreas Rene Probst, who was the police chief in Bell. Yeah, Bell as in Bell, L.A. County. Uh, after he retired, I think in 2009, he moved to Las Vegas. There's graphic video that uh, shows uh, these two in the front seat of their car approaching him from behind while he was riding near the curb on a traffic-free road, pretty much. And they started laughing and making comments, basically, that, uh, look at this, would be a nice target to run over. And uh, he was out there on his bicycle wearing a red shirt and dark shorts, struck from behind and thrown against the windshield. Had they done this before? Uh, 
that day they did, apparently they hit another guy who was not badly hurt. They may, well, I don't know if they'd done this before that day, but that day well, they decided to really uh, go nuts and run people over. What, was this some kind of game they played every once in a while? I, or, or was there, is this some drug they were on? Or, or are there more psychotics now running around? I, I never actually never heard of this where people said, hey, you know, let's just run them over for the hell of it. I just can't remember a story like that. Now, what happened is the 17-year-old driver was arrested the day of the crashes. However, they did not become aware until weeks later that there was a video these two made. A school resource officer, a school cop, eventually provided it to investigators. And that has led to the murder charge. They were showing off what they did? They must have been showing off at school what they did with other kids, yes. And it got to the attention of the school cop who eventually was able to uh, get a hold of the video oh, sent so, to him. Wow, so there was one decent person who ratted the kids out. Yes, so they eventually arrested, just today, in fact, I think they identified yesterday, the second teenager was arrested, but the driver, the 17-year-old, is clearly in the most trouble. The crime spree began just before dawn when they struck a 72-year-old bicyclist and drove off and crashed into a Toyota Corolla. The driver wasn't injured in the crash, and police said <clears throat> they're not sure of how severely injured the bicyclist was, but eventually they came upon the former police chief of Bell and just ran him down. Where does this come from? I, again, I'm sure they these, took off laughing. I'm sure these kids don't have fathers. I mean, I'll bet $1,000 they don't have fathers. Uh, it's almost because they're underage, although the Clark County DA says he can charge them as an adult, and that's what he plans to do. Yeah. Yeah, they don't do Gascon nonsense in other uh, in other cities and counties. Oh my God, that's really awful. They should be they should be locked up forever because that is such a psycho act. Yeah, I know. That is I, such, I, you can't fix that brain. That they do it and they laugh about it and then they show video of it. Well, yeah, they shared it with other kids at school. Apparently, that, that's evil. They should be executed. They left, they left this poor guy to die. They just drove off. But That's, I guess they decided after they hit him, they weren't going to do any more of this. But by then, later in the day, the police caught up with them. But they did not know about this video. So I mean, originally, the murder case wasn't there because they thought, well, it could have been a terrible accident. But now you see the video and they're laughing. They're like, let's get this right. guy. Well, now we got a good case. In increasingly, you see that from the generation that has recorded everything they do. They even record their murders and they show it off to people. That's that's how sick and warped. And that, what that, scares that. me is who would enjoy seeing that at school? I realize they're just immature 16-year-old boys, but honestly, oh. you see that video, you've got to be haunted by it. I, you can't be going, oh, yeah, pretty cool, guys. Look what you no. did there. It's like a video game. No, it's not you're 16. It's it's that you're, you're psychotic. Now, I mean, clearly we, somebody we, didn't like it because they turned them in. The yeah. Cool I, I mean, what? Wow. That's That's pure evil. All right, again, coming up after 2 o'clock, we'll be with the, well, we have the Orange County DA coming on at 2 on our show, and at 3 o'clock, the L.A. County DA will talk about the murder case against the man accused of killing the L.A. County Sheriff's deputy. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, I want to remind you about that app. You can use that to connect to our Moist line, which is charging back on Friday. Uh, just two days away. We have not played it in a couple of weeks, Moistline calls. So use the app, use the microphone icon there for the John and Ken message for the Moistline, or call the toll-free number 1-877-MOIST-86. In a story that was broken by Politico, 
politico.com. The category is you can't keep a good man down, John. Kevin DeLeon is running for re-election to the Los Angeles City Council. The story that was big news about a year ago, the recordings of Kevin DeLeon and Gil Cedillo and Nuri Martinez talking about Mike Bonin and other political people in Los Angeles at a labor office. Of course, uh, racially charged comments. Yes, racially charged comments about Bonin's uh, adopted black son, of course, and also about uh, what would they be called? More native, the Oaxacans. I think Oaxacans was the yeah. uh, was the category of people that they were talking about. And uh, basically, what he did was he just uh, decided I'll ignore it, and then he tried to come back to city council, and uh, well, eventually he well, did. Returned to city council, but there were protests for weeks and weeks. You and I wondered when that was finally going to end, and I guess it did. And then he just kind of, I guess it was in December, he got into that little brawl with that guy. Remember that story? Yeah, right. That, you know what? Uh, DeLeon is a bozo. And he was involved in passing some really bad laws when he was in the legislature. He's a complete fool and a bozo, but I'm glad he's running. Because only uh, his constituents get to decide whether he stays in office or not. Not not a bunch of uh, idiot activists or whiny L.A. Times writers. It's not your call. It's Joe the, Biden said he should resign. It's not Joe Biden's call. Joe Biden has no jurisdiction. Neither does the uh, the L.A. Times wieners, and neither does these these crackpot activists. It's it's the public that gets to choose. And I I you know what he did the right thing, which is what everyone should do. When you, when you get targeted because, oh, you said something, right? Oh, you're caught on tape saying something. It's like, just tough it out. Tell them to suck eggs. You, His you, position was that he did not say the really offensive things. Nuri Martinez clearly led the no. way in most of the conversation. No. You know, Although he made a joke that Mike Bonin's uh, black son was like a fashion accompaniment, like some sort of uh, fashion yeah, purse. They, or, yeah, they were not uh, warm, friendly comments, but... Everybody makes obnoxious comments in private. Everybody. I don't know a single person who doesn't do that. These are private comments. Some uh, some jackass inside that union made a recording. That's illegal. That's the illegal part. DeLeon did something uh, distasteful, maybe, yeah. when it's publicized. But, it, it you know, when you, when you have friends sitting around and relaxed, people will say all kinds of rude things just to get a laugh. And, and and I can't stand the hypocrisy of that. I, I don't know anybody who doesn't say rude things to get a laugh when they're with their friends privately. And and, and so this is a whole load of nonsense. And to, and to be driven out by the whole... You tell me in the El Segundo Times, all those wieners don't make uh, off-color comments in the newsroom? Of course they do. Now, he faces uh, quite a few opponents, at least three, two of which are in the state legislature... Another one, I think, is some sort of labor activist. So he is going to stand against a number of people in the primary, and that will determine the but, top two for the race in November. If he survives that, because he is the incumbent, that's clearly on his side here. Oh, yeah, so. huge name record. Look, he's a bozo. He shouldn't, he shouldn't be anywhere near government. But if he gets kicked out, it shouldn't be because of what he said privately at a meeting. The last time he ran for city council in 2020, he won outright in the primary with 52% of the vote. I don't know that he had that many challengers okay. as he has this time. It's Democratic Assembly members Miguel Santiago and Wendy Carrillo you know, if the, the prime if the, challengers. If the local people don't, don't like him. They, they've, they've got the right to vote him out of office. 
they don't like his personality or what he said. That's their right. They don't get pushed around by outsiders. Well, we don't like the, his speech. We think it's hate speech. Not your call, buddy. You know, you police the speech in your house. Yeah. Uh, by the way, he, we like him the most because he didn't know the Pledge of Allegiance. That's one of our favorite pieces of audio. Oh, yeah. yeah. We constantly play on the John and Ken no. show. They called upon him. To recite the Pledge of Allegiance, and he got lost after one or two lines. Yeah, had he, no idea no, what to he, do. He's like, dumb as a rock. And uh, even went oof at the end, like, "Wow, did I screw that up?" Yeah, and there was a, there was another case where he was uh, on on Zoom, one of these city council meetings, and he's talking with a mouthful of cereal. Oh, really? Yeah, he was he was doing the Zoom from his breakfast table, and he was like spitting out a cereal. And I we remember him uh, years ago where he was part of some really stupid, damaging. Uh, global warming bill and he came to la and stood in the hot sun giving his speech i remember eric leonard was covering it and eric hang, hung back and watched his big suv right the taxpayer paid suv he had that big car and a driver and the driver kept the suv and the air conditioning running for three hours spewing Global warming gases into the atmosphere for three hours while he was standing at the podium taking credit for whatever cockamamie bill he had just Let, passed. And let's not forget what that conversation was that those boobs were having that was recorded. It was about trying to get more Latino representation in the L.A. City Council, whereas where it broke off into the yeah. racist remarks. And I saw this in the story. I mean... Latinos are 48% of the L.A. population. Black residents only 8%. Mm. But there's only five Latino members on the 15-member council and three black members. So that's kind of what they were bickering, it's, not bickering, or discussing how we can do better. disproportionate representation. Right. right. And that was something else DeLeon touched on that's not mentioned <laughs> in these current articles. God that, forbid uh, people vote for intelligent uh, 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 council people. Everything is about uh, skin color. Everything is about ethnicity. Meanwhile, they've, they've driven Los Angeles, all of them, the whole council has driven Los Angeles into the sewer. And, and right. they sit and they argue about the color of skin and the ethnicity. It's like, no, that's not the point. It's all the, it's all the vagrants and mental patients and criminals running around. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. They just care about their power. All right. Coming up next, the uh, Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer will be on the show to talk about this case where a judge in Orange County will determine whether or not a mentally ill killer is going to get released to an outpatient facility. And we'll tell you the story of what this uh, man did back in 1994 to a woman he encountered. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. Deborah Mark, live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. You ever get the feeling the city walls closing in, the concrete jungle suffocating your soul? You crave wide open spaces, the chance to connect with nature, maybe chase some elk, fish a private stream. Well, listen up. There's a whole world out there, and finding your own piece of it just got easier. Head over to land.com. They've got ranches, forests, mountains, you name it. Search by acreage, location, the kind of hunting or fishing you dream of. Land.com. It's where the adventure begins.
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Tired of pickup truck bed chaos? Meet Decked, game-changing USA-made full bed-length drawers for tools and gear. Waterproof, dustproof, lockable, secure. Whether you're working, hunting, fishing, camping, or just getting out of town. And introducing Decked Deco cases. Tough, modular, problem-solving cases built for the truck, job site, campsite, or garage. Say goodbye to random bins and tie-downs. Order now at Decked.com slash iHeart for free shipping. Decked, your truck, your rules. Decked.com forward slash iHeart. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 